If you're driving on Chicago's north side or happen to live in the greater Ravenswood area and you tune your radio dial to 87.9, Suspense. you may pick up some old-timey radio dramas. They're being broadcast by a pirate radio station. Our own Linda Lutton has the story. The antenna for this radio station is on the roof of a north side two-flat. Residential block. You've got to go around the back to really see it. Oh, there it is. Okay, you can see it from here. That's the antenna. That's it. It's pretty simple. It's very simple. This is Bill. We're not using his last name because it's illegal to broadcast without a license. And upstairs in his apartment is a 50-watt transmitter. The pirate station he's been operating for 15 years is called Audio Noir. No call letters, no DJs, just old detective shows floating out over a two-square-mile sweet spot on Chicago's north side. People on the lakefront up in the high-rises can hear it. And they used to listen at Lane Tech up on an upper floor. So I, it gets out a little ways, but not that far. Your gun. Let's have it. Huh? Hand over your gun. Yeah, I guess you would want that. Only thing I'm not so sure... I've I... got the drop on you. I know. First shot's yours, then my turn. You want it like that? Call me crazy. Tex, give him your gun. Tex, please. <laughs> Bill got into noir not because it's fascinating radio, but actually because it's not. He has insomnia, and the predictable plot lines from Dragnet and Johnny Dollar help him fall asleep. He decided if listening to this stuff could help him, maybe it could help others. So he started AudioNoir.com, a streaming station. And why would he take the extra step of illegally broadcasting the same content out to the neighborhood? We're talking about an audio engineer here, folks. I already had equipment, and I thought, well, you know, i got nothing else to do with this stuff. I'll, I'll transmit this. I, and I guess I do enjoy the uh, bad boy nerd broadcasting illegally. Bill is 68. His porch looks like a mini radio shack. Wire and transistors are sorted into neatly labeled plastic drawers. This is not Bill's first pirate station. I've been involved in radio for a long time. I had a pirate station in high school during the Vietnam anti-war days. The, The military recruiters wanted to come to my high school And there were a number of protests that were not covered by any media, but we talked about them. That pirate station brought the Federal Communications Commission to his parents' home in Milwaukee. Later, in college at Madison, Bill helped found WORT. He's helped artists use radio in their work. He once did a pirate broadcast from the Hyde Park Arts Center. I went up on the roof with a transmitter, and then people were given little headphone radios. And they started out in one spot, and then they were told, okay, walk 40 feet ahead, turn left. I'll walk 20 feet. And after a while, they actually ended up dispersing. So it was a kind of social experiment. I thought that was pretty cool. Bill is a little shocked the FCC hasn't shut down Audio Noir. The feds consider illegal radio transmissions a serious crime. They say pirate radio can interfere with public safety frequencies and legit stations. Bill says he picked a spot on the dial where there's room. 87.9 is licensed to a Christian college in Kankakee, and Chicago's north side is out of their range. It's been a long time since the FCC shut anyone down in Illinois. In 
10 years, the feds have sent just one cease and desist letter to a pirate station in suburban Lyle. You have to go back more than 20 years to get to a really big pirate radio case here. It's the federal government. Hey, everybody, the government's here to get our equipment. U.S. Marshals, okay? That's when police and the FCC raided the home of activist-turned-broadcaster Mbana Cantaco in Springfield. They seized the equipment he used to broadcast in the housing complex where he lived. His call letters were WTRA for the Tenants' Rights Association he was part of. On air, Cantaco had blasted the Housing Authority police and promoted black liberation and human rights. His signal traveled only a few blocks, but he could be heard by thousands of his neighbors. It was a way to speak to people directly without going through the mainstream press. Later, at a talk on a college campus, Kentako addressed why he used radio. It's a perfect meeting room, if you will. One of the aspects of the Black Panther Party was they had political education classes. So when we started talking about the radio, that's what we were going to use the radio station for political education class. That kind of radio is an important part of the history of pirate stations, hyper-local, community-focused, often serving communities neglected by mainstream media, often political. There are currently vibrant pirate radio scenes in Miami, Boston, and New York City. In Chicago, Bill isn't aware of any other pirate stations operating right now, and he says audio noir just exists for enjoyment. This is not intended to be political. I do enjoy the clandestine aspect of it. Bill says he's not trying to snub his nose at the FCC, and if they ask him to stop, he will. Honestly, the whole thing feels a little exhausting. It's like a 15-year game of cat and mouse, but the cat is not around much. Bill thinks Chicago would benefit from a little more pirate radio. I think it would be exciting. You would have a lot of different content from religious to political to uh, old-time radio to music. There could be artistic and experimental radio, all hyper-local, of course. But even Bill says the odds of that happening seem slim. First, there's the Internet. That's where most of this is taking place now. Young people haven't grown up with radio. Nobody's exploring the far ends of the radio dial anymore. But often, what's old becomes new again, and someday the artists or activists might figure out those airwaves are still right there and pirate away. Linda Lutton, WBEZ News. With you again soon, to tell you another of my adventures. Meanwhile, don't forget the old saying, all's fair in love and war, but uh, war is a lot less dangerous.